Hey guys, it's Hadley. And it's Emily. And the bitches are back. And things are going to get dark. Damned. And disturbed. Hello, Dookie. Hey. Okay, so um, <laughs> I really don't like this case at all. And I really just want to get it over with. Um, and Let's I feel do it. Bad. Let's get it. Um, but I know I say this all the time, but this really is <laughs> this. This truly is. And when when you start hearing the details of it, you're literally going to be like, okay, you're right. Like this. This to me has to be like top five. One of the worst cases I've ever heard of, ever researched. Like I, it's I'm bad. scared. <laughs> um, so I, this is a kind of case I also do not like covering because this, this has to have the biggest, fattest trigger warning that could ever possibly be put out. Um, this is the death of a child. Oh no. I'm willing, I'm willing to, to tell you competently that this is probably the worst child case we've ever covered. Um, but... <sighs> Honestly, I'm just real tired of having to cover these child cases because people out there just be trifling against children who can't <laughs> themselves. Okay, I'm just I'm real tired of it. Have you tried uh, not being trifling towards children's or? But before we get too far into this, um, shout out Emily's mom because she's the one who sent this to us, and I was just looking for something to cover, and I just happened to click on this one. And immediately I was like, wow, I wish I hadn't opened that because it was one of those where I was like, okay, I definitely need to cover this because I, I had never heard of it. But then also on the same side of that, I was like, I hate every second of this. Wow. Um, so yeah, like I said, the biggest, fattest trigger warning I could possibly put out, like there, if I'm not mistaken, there's some pretty detailed things in here about what happened. And so I, I researched this like a little over a week ago. So I don't, a lot's happened. So I don't totally remember everything that's in here, but, um, she's going to be but, just as shocked as us. Yeah. Just as shocked. But I, I do remember about 95% of it and I'm still shocked even just thinking about it. So today we're going to talk about Terrell Peterson. Um, I don't want to do this. Okay. Anyway, here we go. On on January 3rd, 2000, a 60 Minutes correspondent discovered that more than 800 children have died since 1995 after being brought to the attention of the of Georgia's Child Welfare Agency, meaning that the state was aware of what was going on to those children, but they died anyways despite the state's supposed intervention. So mm -hmm. that that 800 number, the 800 children, that is between 1995 and 2000. So I would like to hope that number is not that high. But um, once you hear this, you probably will have zero faith left in the Georgia Child Protective Services. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and keep my mouth shut about that because I have a personal thing. But okay. anyway, um, <laughs> it's obviously been over 20 years since that figure came out. And I'm not totally sure if it is or isn't increased by now. But today we are going to talk about just one of those 800 children, Terrell Peterson. Terrell was born on March 1st, 1992. And there's not a ton of information that I can find out about who he was as a human. Because unfortunately, he really just lived a life that was entirely too short. 
Um, over a span of three years, several phone calls were placed to Fulton County Department of Family and Children's Services, reporting several instances of abuse and neglect of Terrell and his siblings. What is known about his family is that while she was pregnant, his mom was taking drugs and she was using food stamps and her welfare checks to buy crack pretty much immediately during, immediately before, during, and after her pregnancy. Like she obviously was struggling with addiction. Um, August of 1993, Terrell's parents started locking their children in the bedroom on weekends and they were denying them of food and water for the entire weekend. So they, yes, they were in fact locking a 17-month-old child in a bedroom for over 48 hours with no food and no water along with their other children. Oh my God. Uh, February of 1994, Terrell's mother is still using drugs and her children were being left unsupervised basically all of the time. January 1995, their mother's cocaine habit had just really ramped up and become a daily one. And at this point, that really wasn't shocking, but other like the older children like his older siblings started roaming the neighborhood asking their neighbors for food and then in november of 1995 terrell's mother dropped her kids off at their maternal grandmother's house because of her cocaine addiction in june of 1996 what seemed like a blessing finally happened the children were removed from their parents' care, and they were placed into the care of Farina Peterson, who was a non-blood relative of theirs, but their social worker did not even bother to do the monthly visits that they were required to do. So the social worker basically just, like, made sure they got where they needed to go to this other lady's house, and then was like, okay, cool, I guess you're not with your mom anymore, that's all that matters, nothing possibly horrible could happen here. Bye. Um, on Thanksgiving Day, 1996, Terrell had his first visit to the ER, and upon examination, the doctors determined that he had battered child syndrome, and Farina was arrested. And just for clarity, I looked up exactly what battered child syndrome is, and the definition of it is, quote, a collection of injuries sustained by a child as a result of repeated mistreatment or beating. If a child's injuries indicate intentional trauma or appear to be more than could be reasonably expected as a result of an accident, battered child syndrome should be expected. So these doctors were literally looking at this poor child, his x-rays, his film, like whatever they were doing, and they were like, clearly this like the level of like i it's just awful to think about like it i can't imagine this child he's like not even five years old and he is at this er on thanksgiving day being diagnosed with something like with a syndrome that or being told he has this like i just what in the world can a four-year-old be doing so he went from one abusive situation to another one and really i can't tell you like i can't tell you that his mother was abusive like i don't think she was like physically harming them but she was definitely neglectful um and so it really like they never he never stood a chance um their caseworker cheryl elmore refused to bring terrell to court so the charges that were against farina were dropped and to really just paint a picture of who Farina is and how wonderful she is. I'm sorry, not Farina, the the caseworker, Cheryl Elmore. To show you just how wonderful of a human being she is and what a wonderful like way to waste oxygen on this earth is by her existing on it. Um, she single-handedly sealed the fate of this young child 
with one fraudulent memo, which said, quote, the judge believed Miss Peterson did not, the judge believed Miss Peterson and did not feel she was guilty of child abuse. So she basically sent out a memo saying that the judge had said she didn't think that Miss Peterson would have done these things. And that was a lie. So uh, she's just lazy. Yeah. So Terrell was enrolled in Head Start, which I'm not sure if they have that everywhere, but I do know it's a thing in Georgia. It's basically like preschool. Yeah. And his teacher, Miss Bryant, said that she knew something was terribly wrong and she asked him if he was hurt, but he wouldn't answer her. She said one day she took off one of his shoes and that his foot was so badly burned. And then it later came out in the lawsuit against the state that someone filed on Terrell's behalf, quote, Peterson was so mad about being arrested that she burned the flesh off the bottom of his feet within a week after getting him back. She burned the bottom of his feet so bad that he would later have to have skin transplanted from his hip onto his little feet so that he could walk. Oh my god. What on this earth can a four-year-old child do to make you that angry at him? Nothing. You can, you can give him up. You can literally... Literally, you could have sent him anywhere else. You could have sent him to a foster home. You could, you could have, have said no. Anywhere. You could have said, no, I don't want him anymore. Come and take him. He could have become a ward of the state and he would still be alive. Um, and I do just want to go ahead and say what everyone else is thinking. Um, this woman and everyone else that's involved in this, every single one of you, I'm calling you out, you failed this child. And there is a, I'm sure that there is a special little place in hell waiting for each and every one of you because it literally, he was five years old, five years old when he died. And it was because, not because of like a car accident or anything like that, that's like an act of God. This is literally someone waking up every single day and choosing to do this to him and choosing to treat him this way. I, like, I'm the first one to say kids are annoying because I don't have kids. But there is not a single thing that a child can do on this planet, especially at five years old, that would ever, ever, ever make me want to lay a hand on them do anything to them like i could not imagine no i just <sighs> and in a shocking turn of events because the state of georgia is just really doing great here um they the state broke their own law by even allowing him to be with farina in the first place because at the time the state had a law that said the children had to be placed with blood relatives and they were to be visited every single month she was hmm. not a blood relative and they were not visited every single month hmm. and so for clarification farina was the grandmother of terrell's half brother and half sister so she was of no like no blood relation to him <sighs> had social services stepped up or showed up to the house like they were supposed to, they would have interviewed the kids. And after Terrell died, they did interview another child from the home who said Farina would tie Farrell up a lot, or tie Terrell up a lot, sorry. Um, the police did find that pantyhose were being used to tie Terrell to a banister in the apartment, and they had found handwritten instructions that said, quote, he gets a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast, lunch he gets grits, and dinner he gets G-R-T-S. Yes, she literally spelled grits wrong. Um, and then his hands are always tied. So she's leaving care instructions for another human being to come in and take care of this child who was just supposed to come in and make him freaking oatmeal and grits and be like, all right, buddy, don't know how you're going to eat this with your freaking hands tied up, but here you go. Here's your grits and your oatmeal for the day. 
Did they say um, who it was? Was it other kids? I don't know. Um, I didn't find anything. And on the days that his teacher, on there were other days where his teacher found him digging through trash cans at school looking for food. I just, yeah. Terrell was murdered on January 15th of 1998. So just a few months before his sixth birthday, he was five years old. The coroner said that it was blunt injuries to the head, trunk, and extremities that caused his death. And the only reason that those things were listed was that there was so much damage done to his poor little body that the coroner could not actually tell which of the things actually killed him. So they just had to be vague. Disgusting. Absolutely. And... When Terrell passed away, he weighed 29 pounds and he had lost over 20% of his body weight in 13 months. I if just... you if you ever want to abuse your bring them to me. There's you can take them anywhere. There, you like, can take anywhere, them to a fire station. Anywhere but where you are. Like I think I heard something not too long ago about a about a woman who like literally went and surrendered her like older child like eight or nine years old like was just like i can't do this i should never have had this child i should never have been a mother i should have placed it up for adoption i didn't do it i'm so sorry and she like took the kid to a fire station um a fire is station, it ideal? A hospital is it ideal absolutely not but if you find yourself with no other option of being having to pick between letting the child live and live with someone else who's not you or literally beating it and killing it please just take it somewhere else I don't even have children of my own. I don't know that I want children of my own. Bring your child to me. I will find somewhere for it to go. It's not going to live with me permanently, but I'll send it somewhere where it's not going to get murdered. Yeah. Um, because this is so just, there's a special place in hell for every single person that had anything to do with this. And the people, especially the people that could have prevented it and because didn't. They, they're there to jobs. Yeah. They're there to protect him. Yeah, and the state literally dropped the ball on this at every possibility that the state had to do what they needed to do. Georgia was like, LOL, my bad. Sorry, didn't do it. Yeah, no. Like, I just... Yeah. Um, and at this point, the state of Georgia is pretty much starting to look to cover their own ass. And so they start their internal investigations. And wouldn't you know that they found what they called a, quote, serious lack of judgment and numerous violations throughout the history of the case. But of course, neither of those uh, findings were shared publicly. So instead of just coming out and being like, hey, we effed up, so sorry we dropped the ball, like, our bad, like, obviously nothing they could have said was going to make it any better, but I feel like had they just come out and said, like, we failed as a state agency, we did not do our jobs, we are going to be, like, reassessing and redoing everything, and we will ensure nothing like this happens again, but at this point, remember, Terrell is one of 800 children. Now, this was in 1998 when he died, so, I mean, God only knows how many they were at at that point. He could have, at that point, been one in 500 or one in 600 that died, but, like, 800 children died after the state was made aware of the abuse that they were being subject, like, subjected to. Like, I just don't... I can't comprehend that number. When I read it, I was like, you know, like, you read, like, eight, I'm like, oh, okay, $800, like, $800 is a lot of money, but it's not, like, an astronomical amount of money, but then I was like, um, I was really, like, thinking 
about like what a hundred people look like in a room and multiplying that in my head times eight and having to think of like, could I name 800 names right now that I know, like 800 people? No, like that is an astronomical amount of human beings. And not only that, these were children. Yeah, under children, the age babies. Of 18, literally children under the age of 18. I just, like I said, this case, this case is the worst one I think I've ever had to research or covered or anything. Um, and I, to just really drive home how well the state of Georgia was doing with all of this, um, another social worker decided that it was totally safe to keep Terrell's siblings with Farina. So just a small shout out to the state of Georgia. Could you get your shit together? Because um, you weren't doing so hot here. Uh, <laughs> you're not. You're not looking good, babe. No. Ralph Mitchell from the Atlanta office of, I believe it was like the protective services office, made a public statement that was just nothing but lies. And he said that their department had responded to everything, quote, immediately and comprehensively. And I want you to know that when I typed that, I was sitting there going immediately and comprehensively, like with the sponge, like the SpongeBob chicken meme. I was doing that. Because literally, how are you going to look and face the public and tell them that you handled this immediately and comprehensively when you were very well aware of what was happening to this child and then you let him die? You yes. let him get murdered. Survey says that was a lie. I just, I would just like to know what part of murdered child did you handle that immediately or comprehensively? Because had you handled it right the first time, we wouldn't be here talking about this. Ralph. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, you know, I'm just literally like, why don't you just tell that to Terrell then? Oh, wait, I'm sorry, you can't because he's, he's dead. dead because of you. And this same man later admitted that he lied in his statement to the public. And to just go ahead and just, we're going to finish frosting this cake that we're baking here. Our boy Ralph retired and got to keep his pension. So they basically rewarded him. Like his hands are not covered in the blood of this young child. Like it's fine. You're I was fine. literally about to say, please tell me they're all fired. No, girl. No. Why would they do that? They didn't do anything wrong. Why would they do that? The judge who dropped everything against Farina when Terrell wasn't brought to court never tried, never charged, and is still a judge in Atlanta. How are you still still sitting on the bench? I believe it was a woman. That judge is still sitting on the bench to this day. How are you still practicing? How could you literally, like, if that was me, I would be like, okay, clearly I need to step away from this for a little while, whether it means I'm permanently stepping down or like, absolutely not. I don't think there's any way I could go back. Like, how do you even begin to just like go back and keep hearing cases like you aren't responsible for the murder of a small child? It's because of her that his feet got burned, that she burned the skin off of his feet is because she let that woman go that day. Had she not, A, his feet would never have been burned, and B, we would not be sitting here talking about him because he would still be alive. Yeah, he would still be alive. How old would he be today? He was born in 92, so he would be almost 30. So he would be 29. Yeah, he would turn 30 next year. And... Just a small little, uh, so I am happy to report though. So this is, this is good news. Farina was charged with capital murder. She pled guilty to murder, child cruelty, and aggravated assault in the death of Terrell. 
And I'm extremely happy to say that she is serving a life sentence in prison, which is the least of what she deserves. And I really just hope that every single day when she wakes up, she gets her shit rocked by the other inmates. And I hope that she also has permanently never-ending diarrhea that makes her butthole bleed 25-8, because that is the least that this woman deserves. I second that. Um, I, and I, Emily seconds the motion. I'm sure someone else <laughs> listening will third the motion. Aye, aye. <laughs> aye, aye. And so a small shocking bit of info. Another family member of Terrell's, I believe it was one of his siblings, um, was living with Farina at the time. And, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was not his sibling. I totally just didn't even, I kind of read ahead and I was just doing really great here. Um, so this is another family member named Terry. While our girl Terry ended up being tried as well she said she didn't batter starve or murder her nephew but she just watched she, i believe how she was his great just, aunt. Um, how can you just watch and terry was a nursing aide and she came home on the night of january 15th and she found terrell's 11 year old sibling beating him with a plastic clothes hanger and shortly after that he collapsed and went to the hospital the 11 year old girl it was his sister testified about the abuse with like the burning of his feet and she said that they would make him stand on a heating grate barefoot and they would also force feed him feces while he was tied up she also said that they only fed him oatmeal and grits and that everybody else in the house got meats and vegetables so you're literally eating meals in front of this child that you're giving like normal like dinner with like meat and veg veggies and whatever and like you're literally making him eat freaking oatmeal all day long and so bless his heart He's probably pooping on the reg because you're just pumping him full of fiber and he's pooping on the reg and then you're also making him eat his own shit. He is five years old. What could he have possibly done to piss you off that badly that you are force feeding him poop? Terry Peterson was also given life in prison for her role in the death of Terrell. And Terrell's lawyers paid for his headstone. And the state of Georgia passed a law called the Terrell Peterson Act. And that allows doctors in the state of Georgia to take temporary custody of battered children in hospitals. So that is the one thing that Georgia did right out of all of this is that that law got enacted, but it got enacted too late and for the wrong freaking reason. I, <laughs> oh my God. Terrell's case is just a drop in the bucket. 800 children died because of a lack of action from the state, despite them being made aware of the neglect and abuse. And it does seem like over the last 23 years, they've made some changes um, since he died, but it's just, it's heartbreaking. Like, it's why did it take so many little kids dying or so many kids dying for those changes to be made? But the state has now changed everything and they have a new method for doing things. If you call them, they will 100% build a case and they will open investigations into those children. They have revamped their foster program, foster care program, and they have changed their proceedings when it comes to dealing with offenders because they now believe, quote, sometimes you do have to throw out old assumptions and it with fresh eyes. Sorry, that, everyone. Quote, <laughs> and that quote is directly from a chair member of the Child Welfare Reform Council. And as I mentioned above, there was someone that was suing the state on Terrell's behalf. And that person was named Don Keenan. And Don said, quote, thank God he was dead. I think anybody who would have gone, who would have known or understood what this little guy went through 
was just going was going through would rejoice in his death. Like how awful! Like you literally, what a horrible thing to like. Obviously, like I'm, I I get what he's saying, but how awful! Like this and, irks me to my core. And the siblings were in on it. Yeah. But I also, I wonder, too, if, like, his siblings were doing that out of fear. Like, if she was telling them, like, you do this or I'm going to do this to you, too. Like, you're going to get tied up. Because kids are very impressionable and kids are very easily manipulated. And so, if you tell a kid the right thing that, um, yeah, you know, they're just going to... And this case really didn't sit right with me also because it reminded me of the Gabriel Fernandez story. Um, Mm -hmm. which is very similar. The state of California dropped the ball and it cost that kid his life. And what pisses me off about this the most is that we all pay tax dollars to fund these programs and then things like this are still happening. So it just really makes you wonder, like, the people like those that were involved with this, do they even deserve the paycheck they were being paid? Absolutely not. Uh, And I do, it does seem like the state of Georgia has made some changes and has reformed everything, but they they just they did it too late, entirely too, too late, too little, too late. And I think this shines a light on foster, on foster and and CPS and all of that in general. Yeah, because there are. Well. It's not just this foster home that kids get abused in. It's not just this state that these things happen in. It happens all over the country, in every state. It happens all over the world. Um, and it's just so, it it will never make sense to me, but that is, that that's the case, guys. That is the story of Terrell Peterson, and, um, you know what? I, How about also, don't go into social working Yeah, if you're not a kind and loving person. Yeah, like, if you're not willing to do the, the tasks that the job entails to the best of your ability, Especially when you're doing things like social work and healthcare and childcare and like things of that nature, just don't do it. It doesn't make you any less of a person if you say, I don't have the personality for this. I'm not able to be, I'm not able to be like the kind, gentle, caring person that they need for this. So this is not for me. I would rather someone tell me that and be like, no, I'm sorry. You shouldn't let me watch your child because I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not the one versus leaving a child with you and then finding out later that that was the biggest mistake of my life because i don't even know i don't even know what happened with his mom i didn't even at this point i didn't even care to look like she doesn't care either like she literally at any point could have gotten clean and come back and gotten her child but she didn't and i understand like crack was more important crack and i understand addiction is a disease so i hope now i hope now she's clean for the sake of her other children that are still alive um this like i said this one is this one is like the worst i just and i hope you know i hope his siblings got help because like the 11 year old sister beating him it could have also been a fear thing like maybe grandma didn't say anything but she was just like afraid she was going to be treated that way you know kids are yeah a product of their environment unfortunately absolutely and when they're afraid they will do whatever they need like i it's you know the kid it realistically especially because if you're sitting there watching something happen to another another kid in your house like 
you're going to do whatever you have to do to like keep yourself alive like self-preservation and mm -hmm. obviously i don't like, want that to happen to me yeah and i don't think it really at that point i don't think it matters if it's your sibling or who it is i know usually like siblings will kind of like stick together but i don't think it even mattered at that point like he's being force-fed shit and tied to a damn banister with some pantyhose like I, at that point, I would be like, I'm sorry, but, like, I I can't have this happen to me. It's, like, self-preservation. Um, I just, this is, um, this is absolutely awful. So, you know, this, this kind of thing makes me, you know, look up the stuff in your state, like, where you are. See how the foster, if you're able to, foster children if you're not going to beat them or murder them. That would be great. Um, or do, like awful things to them like assault them sexually or anything of that nature like you know and i do i feel like farina was doing this because she was probably getting paid like i think she was getting the like money from the government to foster him yeah so, there's like a stipend that you get yeah, i was literally was on getting, yeah um the, like a tiktok today where a lady was talking about how she fosters children and they get a stipend but like they only use the stipend for the things that the child's coming in yeah, and i do i do think that nowadays the states are pretty restrictive in what you can use the stipend on and i want to say like it's like a couple hundred dollars a child so she yeah. had her having him and his multiple siblings she could have been getting six or eight hundred or a thousand dollars a month in a stipend from the state of georgia to like take care of these kids and, and that's she, a lot when you have that's nothing, a lot of money you know? it's a lot of money and so to me it seems like she kind of just you know just imagine how much of that money she was pocketing from just feeding him grits and oatmeal i just wanted to know if she ever listens to this i hate her same i really i hope your butthole's bleeding 25a and i hope your shit's getting rocked on the daily in prison yeah, just same. on the daily um but yeah guys that's the absolutely awful horrific tragic case of Terrell Peterson I am not plugging our socials on this mm -mm. I would I, this I'm going to task you with going and researching and re looking looking up your state's child care child protective services stuff see if they have any google reviews you never know um they probably do I'll check some out when we get done they probably do but um yeah guys this is awful and I'm really I really want to close out of this case because okay. I, I don't like looking at it I'm gonna just close it now but um we will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.